Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all those food production industry lovers. So you can eat your mom's cooking, then you can cook your own meal. If you can cook your own meal, you can learn where the food comes from. If you can learn from where it comes from, you can do field trials, work in the supply chain, or market those products. If you can learn all of those, you can be a leader who shows exemplary character in the food and marketing industry. All of this, and you can be in the Royal Navy. <laughs> I mean, uh, MDS, sorry. But all this, all of this, our lovely guest, ex-MDS graduate Digby Sowerby, has done. Welcome to Tag Talks. My name is Matt Welton and I am your host yet again. Don't worry, folks, the restaurant is still open and we're still continuing episodes. The great crack about owning an imaginary restaurant is that it's difficult to get fired from it, but not impossible. This week, we have a previous MDS Tag founding member and MDS graduate, Digby Sowerby, on the podcast. For all those new listeners, we own a COVID socially distanced imaginary restaurant. It can serve you any dish you want from all times and places. In the words of the famous song Imagine from John Lennon, Imagine all the people eating any food they want, produced by our genie chef, little Ollie Black, or went something like that. Before we introduce him, he doesn't know, but there is a mystery ingredient, and this week's ingredient is MSG. I get bad migraines from it, and it tastes good, but it ruins my head, and it feels like a hangover. If it gets mentioned at any time by our guest Digby during this episode, he will be kicked off the show, but hopefully we won't have to do that. Anyway, with all the admin done, we welcome Digby. Digby, do you want to give us a quick summary of yourself? Yeah, hi, Matt. Thank you for having me. And I hope you're being paid well for this because a uh, <laughs> fantastic intro and definitely will be recruited by the Royal Navy, I am sure. I'm hoping the MDS budget will uh, give me a bit of salary. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. He's trying to be chief marketing officer for, for MDS. Yeah, um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's uh, um, yeah. I don't do you, know. What do you want to know? I don't know. So I, I so I know. For example, we both went to University of Bath, didn't we, Digby? The best place to go to university, naturally. Best place, naturally. Better than all these Harper Harper girls. Harper <laughs> but, uh, Absolutely, I, too many agrics on the uh, LDS. Yeah, I think we've, I think it's a bit controversial that. So we've probably lost a few <laughs> oh, listeners saying that. <laughs> I don't know, but Bath is a great uni. So I don't know. I, while, while we're in Bath, what was your favourite night out in Bath, Digby? Oh gosh, taking me back. So it feels like years ago now. <laughs> um, but I was I was quite I was quite a reveller, I'd say, especially in first year. Um, oh, but but to me, a classy night at Second Bridge uh, can't be beaten. Second Bridge. Oh, I you loved were... it there. I loved that place. Were you Monday night. <laughs> Monday Night Bridge, absolute classic. That was a first year thing. Did you ever go to Ponanas? Because it's just closed, actually. Oh, nightmare. No, yeah, I only went a couple of times. Um, but fantastic space. Bizarre music. That's do, you, do, you remember the, do you remember when you used to go into Ponanas, the walls used to just almost be like sweaty? It's disgusting. Like, yeah. it almost like my mate once went in and he decided, he thought there were waterfalls on the walls. So he decided <laughs> He decides to lick it because he was really thirsty. Yeah. And then he turns around and he realises there's no water source. <laughs> this that is just pure sweat and condensation. I hope, I hope he was very drunk. <laughs> yeah, he was, was definitely drunk. for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the University of Bath and then you got to MDS. That's Could, right. Do you want to just tell me, like, sort of, like, briefly what placements you did and where you've sort of ended up now? Because you've finished MDS now. But Yeah, that's right. So, uh started MDS uh well, it was a pool of 2018. Um, so I'd just finished uni. I'd spent some time on, on family farm at home. Um, and then I'd been out in Africa doing a few months out there on a project. Um, and then I joined MDS. Um, I spent my first condiment at Lower Hope Fruit in Herefordshire. 
Um, yeah. One of the most beautiful parts of England, I have to say. I had a very <laughs> idyllic life without Wi-Fi or signal, uh, cycling every, everywhere. <laughs> um, and then I moved moved where you are now, actually, St. Gentle in Switzerland. Um, yeah. And had some one of the best seven months of my life out there um, in Basel, spring down the river. Um, and then eventually moved to PepsiCo, doing a work-from-home job, digging potatoes around the country. Um, and then finally ended up at Worldwide Fruit in Spalding, Lincolnshire, um, in an apple and pear and avocado factory, I'm sure many of you yes, um, oh. know much about that. Um, and then I got recruited by Wessex Internet, um, which is, is an MDS member as well. Um, and although not quite um, in the food industry in that way, it's very much got its uh, roots in, in rural places and supplying rural industry uh, with internet connectivity. Perfect. So that's your career with MDS. So before we start, as per usual with this series, we're going to ask you a serious interview question just to get you warmed up. Because, you know, you obviously, you're obviously tired of that from MDS. But this week's question is, if you were a biscuit, what biscuit would you be? Oh my gosh. Gosh, you should have prepped me for this one. This is uh, <laughs> nerve-wracking. This is, this is worse than anything I've experienced. Oh my gosh. Uh, and it has to be interesting. I've got to be interesting. Gosh, um, chocolate hobnob. Chocolate hobnob. Well, oh. I mean, it's dungable. Um, it can be taken by itself. It can be had with a cup of tea. Um, Probably one of the more nutritious biscuits as well. Uh, well, quite, yeah. And very good for the food industry with your money, multiple components from different parts of oh, It's a good question, actually, because what they actually say is these interview questions sound a bit daft, but they're aimed at, like, learning something about how you see yourself. So instead of giving, like, an easy question, sort of like just a bourbon or something, like, um, I mean... So so what does a hot chocolate hobnob represent in your mind? I don't don't know, but apparently a more boring thing tends to be how you reflect yourself sort of thing. But then uh, if you focus on something quite positive, it shows you sort of like a positive guy. Okay, great. I'd, I'd, say, I'd, say, I'd say the way you embrace that question, I'd definitely hire you. Okay, fantastic, thanks. <laughs> the Wessex internet these days have much room for any chocolate hobnobs then. Yeah, so many chocolate hobnob spaces, actually. <laughs> I, in fact, it, honestly, if you, I could do a recruitment ad now if you want. Or <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could, we, we could put a disclaimer in, this is going to be a recruiting in this now. <laughs> We still don't have a sponsor yet, though. So okay. <laughs> anybody listening out there, Wessex Internet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. We'll go for it. <laughs> I mean, we're happy to put some company dropping, dropping the names in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, multiple chocolate hobnobs available. <laughs> I mean, hobnob have already been plugged in this as well. So. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, yeah, definitely something's doing that. It's either that, or we're going to get done for copyright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess with this, I'll welcome you into the restaurant. So welcome in. I'm going to put your seat next to the window. Fantastic. I think that's quite ideal. Very nice. And while I'm welcoming you in, I just wanted to check, do you want still or sparkling water? It has to be still, I'm afraid. <laughs> I can't deal with sparkling. I'm northern, uh, Matt, so uh, I can't deal with sparkling water. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I don't think it's even an option up north, is it? Like, no, absolutely not. Although when, when I was working at Sagenta, I don't know if you've been into the offices yet, but they used to do it on yeah. tap there. Uh, oh. Just horrifying. <laughs> this is my first day I went into the office. I went into the office. You know all the floors have these little kitchens with like yeah. the taps that have cold water sparkling and then like warm water or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't understand the symbols because I'm a bit of an idiot. So I go in and I like pour up my water bottle with sparkling water and I go to my desk and I'm just thinking, I, I was supposed to do still water, by the way. <laughs> Get to my desk and I take this massive sip and it just like the bubbles hit me and I just like choked at my desk. I was like, great, dying on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's definitely a mistake everyone makes. It's the Swiss, isn't it? It's all in Swiss. <laughs> yeah, it's a very German thing, I think, sparkling water, but I can't deal with it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your... So, Still water, do you want ice, lemon, I don't know. Cucumber. Oh, yeah, I love, I love those add-ons. I mean, any freebie. Any any freebie we can add yeah. on to that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, your still water's there then. Perfect. So we're settled you down, and now we're just going to give you a cheeky appetizer. So the real question is, bread or poppadums? Oh, poppadums, well, I don't know what sort of restaurant this is. Um, but, it's but, completely but, imaginary. Okay. Oh well, well. Um, okay, and uh, and bread and pop toms was the best you could do, was it? <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm really hoping one day somebody says pop doms because <laughs> I love pop doms. Okay. <laughs> like, you know what? Whoever whoever does pop doms in one of these episodes is going to win an award or something. Okay. Well, I'm afraid it's not me. <laughs> I love bread. <laughs> Uh, what sort of bread are we talking about then? Uh, I mean, give me, a, I adore bread beyond belief. So, I mean, to me, garlic focaccia or some sort of olive bread, fantastic, but box standard, something or other, fine by me. Um, i tell you what, I've made some focaccia bread this summer. Oh, very nice. Nice. It, turn it, out? It's beautiful, actually. It's one of the best breads, I think, out there. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. Bursnay yeah, Bakery in Bath, I don't know if you've been to Bursnay, another. No, whereabouts that? Oh, yeah. I know my bread shops, don't you worry. So again, Digby isn't plugging more advertisement <laughs> for this, so if you're listening... Bro, <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, sorry, sorry about that, Matt. I know, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they are great, yeah. though, great bread. <laughs> it's, well, if anybody from Bath is listening to this, you've got a good bread <laughs> destination. <laughs> Would you go olive oil, balsamic vinegar? Yes, like absolutely, hundred percent. I spend I spend half my day eating bread and with balsamic oil and olive oil and balsamic vinegar. Uh, fantastic, fantastic suggestion. Do you know what I don't think's done enough though? Like over here, the sandwiches are so much better in Switzerland than they are in England. And do you know why? They do stuff like the the bread's better. They do like focaccia sandwiches, like focaccia with like. Oh, I see. I have oh, to say, Matt, I I don't think I've ever had a sandwich. I hate sandwiches. So, uh, oh God, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, that is so you, controversial. Love, you love bread, but you don't like sandwich. Surely it's just an extra. Just no, like but that's it. I, you've got the purity of the bread. Why on earth would you destroy it with some sort of um, intermediary sort of substance? I, I just <laughs> don't understand it. So, do, uh, you, uh, do you? What about pizza then? Like bread with like. No, no, uh, like um, non-standard breads. Yeah, I can see it. Pita. Um, wraps all these but, sort of stuff they're designed for that but bread everyone just mr sandwich created this idea 100 or 200 or however many years ago and then suddenly everyone's followed him but i disagree yeah so like so when you go for a meal deal are you more of a pasta pot guy then uh generally i don't i don't do meal deals frankly but if i, <laughs> if I did yeah probably more of a pasta pot guy but uh Remind me, remind me not to invite you on if I change this to the series to meal deals. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as it could be a very short episode. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, don't worry. Okay, perfect. 
so we've got you some garlic for garlic sort of bread sort of for catchy sort of thing for your for your warm up. Do you want the catchy to be warm, cold? No. Yeah, Sorry. not fast to be honest with you. Yeah, warm's pretty <laughs> good though. <laughs> I don't care. I'm leaving now. I've got the bread. I don't need any of this other stuff in the menu. Why would we need that? <laughs> Quite. Perfect. Okay, so I guess this leads us on to the next part of the of the restaurant, actually. So we've actually fired Ollie Black from the restaurant. Nightmare. Ollie was the reason I came, Matt. Honestly, we, it's been a, it's been an absolute mare. He left MBS Tag last week. No. Because he's, he's, start, he's starting to get, he's starting to become a bit of an old man and he's uh, trying to get himself built back up, you know, like so he can get into the real world of jobs like you. <laughs> he, decided, he decided to drop his responsibilities and uh, take on other new ones, I guess, new opportunities. So good luck to him. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to high place. Um, but however, this meant that he's no longer cooking in the restaurant. So at the moment, so we're overburdened with orders with this one person coming <laughs> into the restaurant. <laughs> Do you have any recommendations on anybody we might be able to get to replace him? I don't know. Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't know the crew anymore. I don't know the people at MDS. See, I reckon Orla can make, like, a mean... A oh, mean yeah. Dip. I mean, if Orla's... You could trust anything with Orla. Absolutely. Yeah, I think maybe I might have to start trialling Orla. She was sous chef for a while, but... Um, oh, no, definitely head chef. I think she's head chef material. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so I think for next episode, I'll see if I can recruit all of them. But for now, it's just me. It's just me cooking in the back as well. I'm, I'm, I'm running the whole thing at the moment. That fills me with confidence, Matt. <laughs> the thing is, with COVID, everything, everybody's on furlough. It's a one-man restaurant. <laughs> well, that's fine. The authentic experience. Exactly. All right. So, bada boom, bada boom. Let's go on to what starter would you like at this restaurant? <laughs> well, to be honest with you. I quite like bread. <laughs> I, I, I would go for garlic bread as a starter usually, or a bruschetta or something like that. Maybe just, uh, yeah, adding a little extra. Um, would you have cheesy garlic bread? No, I can't stand cheese, Matt. I really, really can't do cheese. Um, so what we figured out is Digby doesn't like food, yet he works in the food industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's about right. I am, must be one of the most modified um, fussy eaters in the world. <laughs> So it's a bruschetta with um, tomatoes in it and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, exactly. A bit of, yeah, some onion, tomato, garlic. Yeah, anything. Perfect. Uh, have you got a famous one, like a, fam- a place where you've had this, which might actually, like, you go like, oh, that is the best bruschetta I've had or the best garlic bread I've had? Or... Oh, gosh, there's so many. I just, there's so many memorable occasions. Um, are, you very, are you very happy with, like, a 20p garlic bread out of Morrison's sort of thing? <laughs> Again, another plug. <laughs> yeah, gosh, gosh, you're going to have to, uh, yeah, 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 you're going to have to get paid for this sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, not really. Uh, Tesco Finest. I don't know because you've named many a bread in this, and I've got a feeling <laughs> this is going to be a theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm afraid bread, bread is bread is the bread is the best. Because Greta only did bread as well, pretty oh, much. Yeah, so yeah maybe point. it's just the MDS thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Too much time with exotic fruit. So did you did you say there was a? Can you pick out a famous time for your garlic bread? Or? <sighs> Not really. I tell you, my mother's garlic bread is absolutely fantastic. But I guess that's she, not restaurant material. Does she make? Does she make? I mean, no. To be fair, we've actually we're surprised. We've got your mum in the back. She, <laughs> Fantastic, she, brilliant. Well, she's, man, she's managed to come COVID free and cook you some garlic bread. In the <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, she'll 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 get it spot on then. 
Although I don't think she could say hi because we're still doing two meter distances and all that, okay. so sure, you'll you'll have to just see her when you next go. Home. That's all right. Just the garlic bread. I'm fine. <laughs> perfect. All right then. So now we're gonna have a slight break just to chat. But um, an interesting fact or about yourself or a funny story. I don't know. Can you think well, of any? Well, I think I guess I, I've got two funny stories in my life. Um, yeah. I'll save one till after dinner. But the first one is very much around an experience I had on MDS um, when I was working for Pepsi. And I was driving back from their potato factory up in Lancashire. I can't remember exactly where it is. Um, yeah. That came to Grimsby. And uh, coming down the M60, uh, onto the M62, all the traffic was slowing down um, and stopping. And the inside lane all backed up. And then the outside lane was just going past. And then there was this massive goose um, that had been hit by a car or something that was in the middle of the road, still alive, but sitting in a pool of blood. Yeah. And, and so I, I stopped, stopped and pulled out in the front, and then two lorry drivers stopped the other side. Um, and then I, I had to kill it with a with a, a soil sample mallet that I had in the back of the car for my <laughs> uh, soil filtration tests. <laughs> so this poor thing, poor thing on the M62. Um, and <laughs> the lorry drivers kindly carried the thing off. <laughs> oh, God. Very grim experience with blood splattered up, uh, up my That's, face. That, that just sounds dramatic. <laughs> it, it was very, it was dramatic, very dramatic. But you know, when you do, you do the right thing, really. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. You're putting out this misery, but still. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think anyone, I don't think anyone thinks of maybe a Wednesday evening after work. <laughs> a Wednesday evening sort of dinner time chat, maybe not. Yeah, oh god. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Ma- I hope this doesn't put us off on the meal, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. Although I've got a feeling that at this rate, we're just going to have more bread for the main course. How did you guess? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's your. Uh, what, uh, sorry, uh, what was the other story you said you might have? Oh, we're saving that till after dinner. I we? can save that till dessert if you want. Oh, I think we can do that, actually. It'd be nice to have. We can have that over the after the drink at the end of the meal. Yeah. 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 So, on that note, what main course would you like, Digby? Gosh, I just, I, to be honest, anything wholesome is great. As long as it's got, I think, less ingredients um, would be good. I don't know, do you want to throw some suggestions at me? Maybe a menu. Give me I don't know, we have seafood. I don't know, we have Spanish food, paella. We have French food, cocova. We have... A good English uh, English roast. We have Chinese. We have Japanese. Like sushi. I'll tell you what. A cockerel would be absolutely delicious. I I studied French at uni, so I'm very partial to a cockerel. I, I remember this because yeah, you, you were trying to tell me what you studied at Bath, and uh, you tried to abbreviate it. <laughs> Fimmel, Fimmel for all those people out there, all forty of them in the world. <laughs> Fimmel means. <laughs> so did you did you go to france then as part of this uh yeah so i worked out in france for just over a year um, did you have some good cockerel over there then uh yeah i had some i well actually no i didn't onion soup was what i cooked maybe you must have been in he- you must have been in heaven in france to be fair mate Brilliant. Got, i worked i worked out i actually i actually spent about 1800 euros on bread <laughs> in one year <laughs> So would you like, I mean, it would only be nice to ask, would you like some bread to dip in the sauce of the cockerel? Yeah, go on then. I'm not a big bread dipper, but I'll definitely have it on the side. Oh, because you just like the bread plain. <laughs> Naturally. 
<laughs> I love the theme of tonight. <laughs> just call it boring. It needs bread for every course. <laughs> no, I love it. I'd I love do very it. well in prison. Uh, <laughs> oh, in prison. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, but it wouldn't be as high quality of bread. Yeah. Not quite. Uh, how much you spent? Eighteen hundred euros. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't be too. But I mean, still water. As long as it's still water, there's no sparkling water in prison, which I don't think is quite up there. <laughs> I'm quite happy. <laughs> so it sounds great. <laughs> Maybe get All done right. for killing a goose on the M62. <laughs> I don't know oh, what God. the law is around that. I'm glad it wasn't a swan because swans <laughs> are owned by the Queen, aren't they? So you well, that's quite, I don't know quite what yeah what you could do with a swan post We've actually got a stuffed swan in our sitting room. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> that. <laughs> the funniest thing I heard recently was there's a guy. There's one guy. Only one guy, but he's been employed by the royal family. So he goes around UK every year and takes a census of the ducks. <laughs> a duck censor. So the swan censor. <laughs> he goes around. I, I don't understand how it works because, like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you know you've not, like, checked one twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, God knows how he does it. Could you imagine that as a job? You know, like, just you start off in London, head down to Cornwall, maybe head back up through Bristol, then crack, I don't know. It'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Pretty good. That's what. That's a bit like the Pepsi job. It's going around with the potatoes, canned potatoes. I think shout. Out, should we get? Should we do a shout out to Greta to maybe look at another secondment option for going and tagging swans? Yeah, I think so. It sort of relates, doesn't it? Slightly. I think it'd be a very good experience. You get to visit a lot of the UK. Yeah. I, I guess. Sort of, uh, <laughs> don't know. Maybe some data. It'd be data analysis skills, wouldn't it? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Probability, all that sort of stuff. No luck catching them swans, eh? Oh, gosh, I love podcasts. <laughs> uh, on that note, I guess, you finished, are you finished with your main? Yeah, you that? thank you very much. Glad Perfect. <laughs> so, actually, the bar's just opened. Wonderful. Well, so, I think, would you like to, what, what drink would you like? We can have a drink and we can hear your second funny story, actually. So... I don't, after dinner, you sort of you're not so keen on your wine or stuff like that, are you? So usually, I'd go for a whiskey. I think. Oh. I was sitting down for the evening. I go for a whiskey. What sort of whiskey are you thinking? Oh, um, so many, so many options. I, I'd go Oban though. I don't know if anyone's had an Oban whiskey, but one of my favourites. Where's that from? Scotland, so west coast of Scotland. It's about, It's a. I think it's like a fishing town on the uh, west coast. I'm glad Ollie Black's not on here. Last last episode, he was slagging off Scottish whiskey. <laughs> he was How on earth could you slag off Scottish whiskey? Because he's Northern Irish, isn't he? So he's oh, naturally. Whiskey, yeah. So naturally, but because um, I find Scottish whiskey too peaty. I mean, my controversial view in the whole of this is I actually like American whiskey because it's a lot sweeter. Gosh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that is just pathetic, frankly. Um, that's because, <laughs> because Scottish whiskey is just pure and sort of um, dulcet rather than. Yes, artificial. Because uh, I'm actually more of a rum drinker, if anything. You know, like if I was going to have, it sounds weird, but I'd like a straight rum. After, would you have one after dinner? No, after dinner, I'd probably, I mean, to be honest, I haven't exactly done myself in this series. This is just <laughs> me like that and what I like and stuff. Next episode, sorted. <laughs> Next episode, I might just do a switcheroony. I might interview myself. Although that <laughs> yeah. You know, working from home, I'm going crazy anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, good idea.
No, I'm, to be honest, I mean, it's nice for, for asking, actually. No one ever asks how I am, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> Matt, I'm so sorry. But, you know, I, 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 I think I'd have to say gin and tonic, like a rhubarb gin and tonic. A rub- now, rhubarb, is it? That's something I can get behind, a rhubarb. I love rhubarb. Rhubarb is probably one of the most underrated vegetables. I mean, yeah. fruit. is it fruit, vegetable? Which is it? It's, fruit. it's a fruit, I'm afraid. You sure? Yeah. But what, don't worry, have, you're not working in the industry. No, but rhubarb doesn't have seeds, does it? That's a good point. Maybe you're right. Because tomato has seeds, therefore it's a fruit. But rhubarb yeah. doesn't you, have seeds. But you'd have, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put a, fr- a vegetable in a crumble, would you? Um, you wouldn't have a pepper and apple crumble. No, but what about if just it's uh, one of these technical ones? Because everyone says tomato is technically a vegetable, really. I mean, it's technically a fruit, but people say it's a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you it's know, a salad, is it? <laughs> screw, screw, screw the whole philosophical question of is well, there a god I, I think this, is, is rhubarb fruit or vegetable well I think this is quite philosophical actually because we're categorising categorising fruit but maybe we should free the fruit or the vegetable and not it's not it's sort of a fruit neutral or something so if anybody's decided to stay on this podcast till episode 3 <laughs> and we have a fan base <laughs> Please, can we have a poll? Is is rhubarb fruit or vegetable or someone? Or I wish we could have callers for this, but oh, oh gosh, you must do a call in episode. That would be fantastic. Maybe I could edit one in. Maybe I could just go and like chat to somebody like afterwards and just I don't know. Is I'll it, call. I'll it, call into your next episode if you want. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, so maybe even we could have a shout out. Anybody listening, if they know somebody who works with rhubarb <laughs> in the, in one of their member companies, can they confirm this for us? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good clarification point. Too. And I think we've gone a bit off topic there, but we went, for whiskey. we went for whiskey though, didn't we? Yeah, whiskey, a, a Scottish whiskey. Yeah. Okay, perfect. What's your sorry? And now I guess you got your whiskey. You're getting a bit happy. What is your funny story? The second one. So I get this comes into my pudding as well. So. Should, should, I ask you, should I ask you what dessert you want then? And then we'll lead into it. Yeah, it all comes into that. And I think by the time you've had a drink, you're going on to chocolates then. And I am a massive fan of After Eights. Um, after and this eight. is very much what I lived on when I lived in France and also when I lived in Switzerland. Um, and the story relates to really um, a, uh, I was out in Switzerland had a heavy night doing an MDS report, trying to get it back in, in time. I'm sure that's um, what it was. <laughs> yeah. Still, no. trying to, still trying to impress Charlotte after you've left. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and essentially, um, what was it doing? One o'clock in the morning, finished it. Finally, I had a whole box of after eights, no water. Um, <laughs> woke up in the middle of the night, went to the bathroom, and then collapsed. Uh, knocked myself out on the bath and chipped my front two off. Two. So I've sort of officially been knocked out by an after eight, which I think is a pretty pretty strong uh, pretty strong. So I guess this is sort of a tip, like guys, feel free to go and get drunk on a mid on a weeknight, but don't eat a whole box of after eight. Yeah, don't eat after eights; they're dangerous. It's bad for you kids. Are you sure? Maybe this is a thing, but maybe. Did you eat them before eight, maybe? Is that what <laughs> it could have been. No, I think, well, yeah, before eight in the morning. It's too late. Yeah. It happened again, though, Matt. It happened again a few weeks ago. You broke another tooth. <laughs> I didn't break a tooth this time, thank God. I sort of oh, preempted God. the after eight crash. 
Because I think if you do break it and go before eight, I think you just have to accept what's coming. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You've got to be, yeah, you've got to be safe when you do it. No, definitely. Well, to be honest, actually, this has been a lot shorter than I thought it would be. But um, I think we're actually at the end of your menu. I can run it through you if you want. You can tell me if there's any changes. Go for it. Go for it. So we're starting with some still water. We might add a few extra bits, sort of like some uh, lemon or something, just to spice it up. Yep. We're going to have garlic focaccia. Yeah, delicious. Or garlic bread or focaccia sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Garlic focaccia, yeah. great. Sort of thing. And then for starter, we're going to have garlic bread. <laughs> Again. <or pressure. laughs> so basically, you know what? Do you want me to just bring the garlic bread in just both courses? Would you rather stack or do you want them separately? <laughs> uh, bring <laughs> merge them into one. Why not? Might as well. So we've got a big basket of basic garlic bread. Yeah, yeah. And then some of this bread's going to overlap because we're going to, you're not going to dunk it too much, but you still wanted some anyway, but we're going to have coquevin for the main course from your time in France. And then I guess we're going to have Scottish whiskey for your drink. And then we're going to finish with a box of after eight. It's pretty exotic, really, isn't it? (laughs) I'd say that is the blandest. (laughs) Blank. I'm taking it. That is that is that is definitely an interesting mid. I mean, last week we had Asian fusion Scottish. Oh, no, that's just Asian. Okay, I can get behind that. It's quite like... interesting because I think Arna last week wanted um, what did he want? He wanted haggis for des- for his dessert. Haggis for his dessert. Yeah. Who's that, Arnie? Arnie, yeah. That's Sagenta. Yeah, yeah, he's my boss at the moment. Is he? Oh, fantastic! He, he did say last time if I if I if I play him badly in the podcast, I might not have a job after. That. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, funny. I'm sure he's German, isn't he? I thought he'd come from Germany. Yeah, he's he's German. Yeah, very proud. He had sparkling water as well because that's a big thing in Germany. Yeah, gosh, continentals. So I guess. Yeah, I guess we're at the end of the episode. I, I mean. I guess I might actually just this is a surprise question. Oh god. Sort of thing. But you're um you're the first person on the podcast who's been through MDS. Yeah. I guess uh, ending remark from you, could you like give any like advice to anybody currently in MDS for like the future and what it holds for you? Um sort of Oh gosh, advice. I should have thought of something like this, shouldn't I? Oh, no, don't don't worry. It could be a small thing as much as like block your calendar for an hour every day to do apprenticeship or something. <laughs> that like, is definitely not going to be my piece of advice or so, no no or it's not that i'm dismissing that <laughs> it, could, it could be something like moving about about moving about all the time i don't know especially with covid it's very difficult at the moment you know no i think to, to me the most important thing in life is making sure that you um, allow yourself the freedom to think as independently as you can so don't, yeah. don't get too het up on the now and, and there now and then um or the future or the past, just just don't worry about stuff too much. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of worry in the world and uh, really doesn't need to exist. That's yeah, my no advice. Point. Don't worry. Don't worry, be happy. Eat bread. <laughs> eat bread yeah. and you'll be fine. Don't eat too many after eights. Yeah, exactly. That could be I the mean... takeaway. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Well, I think we're actually at the end of this episode then. So thank you so much, Digby, for coming on and being our guest. No, fantastic. Thanks so much, Matt, for, for setting this up and having me to dinner. It was delicious. Yeah, of course. I, I Actually, sorry, I just had to ask another question. Sorry, did you were you one of the founders of MDS Tag then? Uh, with Suz, yes. Yeah, we set it up a, a couple of years ago, a year or so, a couple of years ago. Yeah. 
Fair well, I guess you've got me to the position I'm in, and <laughs> so I'll come back to you on the podcast. No, but, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad, glad it's still going. It's fantastic news. And yeah. that you get gained podcasts as well, which is very posh. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, it's the stuff we do these days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, have a lovely rest of the evening, and thank you for coming on. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Max. Yeah, have a great evening. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.